Welcome to this week's episode of Architecture Matters Podcast. This week, we have the pleasure of having one of our first guests on. Andre Belikovsky. He's a designer who originally graduated from Texas Tech with a Bachelor of Science in Architecture. He's uh, originally from Macedonia, Europe, and he talks about his journey between Europe and the United States, the differences between architecture school in Macedonia and what's it like, what they teach, and how technical it was. We also touched briefly on the benefits of licensure and mentioned briefly on the type of work that can be done in Texas uh, without a license, as well as current work that he's doing as a freelance drafter. Hope you enjoy. Tell us what country you're from. Um, I'm from Macedonia, mm. North Macedonia now. Okay. Uh, it's on the Balkan Peninsula, north okay. of Greece. Okay. Wow. And you, you left when? <laughs> uh, well, the first time, uh, it was right in, what was it, uh, sophomore year of high school, in 2008. Okay. And I transferred into a high school in Las Vegas. Okay. And yeah, I graduated from there mm -hmm. and then I went back home where I did my first architectural university mm -hmm. uh, for three years and then I came back here. So I've been back and forth okay. since 2008. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So what, what made you like, I guess, go to Las Vegas, like for high school, just... Uh, well, it was my, my father, he was there. Okay. So I just came to live with him for okay. a while. And then you went back to Macedonia? Yeah. yeah. How's the, the school there? Is it like a four-year? Uh, it's a five-year master's program. So to okay. get your... Uh, it's kind of like here, but the bachelor program is three years. Mm -hmm. The only difference is you don't get a diploma. You have to go through uh, all the way through five years and then you get your master's. Or we call it uh, magister, I guess. Okay. But there's it's so there's no bachelor's? Uh there is. You can get it if you apply for it, but no one really does. It's not required. Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. Can, can, so after you do your three years and you don't get the bachelor's, you're just kind of done. Can you work? You can work. Um, yeah, you can work uh, after your three years. You can work after. You can get your license. So you can be an architect. Kind of like here, too. I mean, you with can't. bachelor's. Uh, you can't. Okay. You, you, you can't get your license without the five years. Oh, okay. Completed, right. So, kind of like here. You can work with your bachelor's, but you're not an architect. You know, you're just a draftsman. Right, or, right, right. Uh, so, so then I would assume everyone in that curriculum would go for the five years? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But you only did how many there? I did three. And I did not, I think I missed on the last exams. Because I came in May and the exams were like in the June. What do you mean uh, exams? Yeah. Yeah, tell us a little bit. Okay. All right, so the way the school works there, yeah, you, go you, go, yeah. you go through uh, the semester. Um, it's not like the credit system here. It's a little bit different where you do all the work and everything, and then the last week is you have a studio week, and then you have exam week. So okay. for studio week, you do just five days straight studio work with the, with the Friday being your final presentation. Mm -hmm. So you present your project, everything you've done the whole semester. And then after that is your exam week. And that's when all the construction classes, history, all the other classes, you take the final exams. And you have to pass those in order to uh, get a passing grade. And Which, then to go to the next semester? Yeah, to go to the next level. Some of okay. the classes are, you know, kind of like here you have, uh, you can't take construction two. Well, technically you can't take construction two without having passed construction one. Yes, yeah. There's yeah. the same kind of deal there uh, where you have to pass like history one to sign up for history two the next semester. So you have to go in order. Yes. There's no skipping. Mm, well, for a lot of them, yeah, there's no skipping. Mm. And um, so that exam week I, I missed because I came uh, to America in, I think, May 29th it was. Mm -hmm. uh, and the exam week was in like beginning of June. Mm. Oh, so okay. I did not technically finish the third year. Um, mm. But if I were to finish that, my life would have been a lot easier. Now right, yeah. I had to redo it. We all have those situations yeah. where it's oh like, God. we took a wrong turn, and it's like, oh, I gotta redo this. Yeah, it's like, man, I, I wish I would have known this beforehand. Yeah. Um, so, what like, about, it, oh no, go ahead. What about studio? Like, how is the studio like in there? Um, like what's the difference if you put it in the balance? Like, what's the difference from studio over there to your studio here now? Uh -huh. Yeah, well, it's very similar. Like, uh, 
to the work we do. I mean, you do design. It's a little more technical there. So studio, okay. they made us um, do like structure and like you do technical set of drawings. Like kind of in bit uh, how mm -hmm. we had to do plans, sections, elevations. CDs, construction documents. Yeah, construction okay. documents. Yeah. Here in studio, it was a lot more. Um, how do you say it? Uh, not technical. Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit more like free. Abstract. Abstract. Yeah. I mean, there's still plans and sections, but it's not going into that depth, yeah. that type of detail. You still don't do like dimensioning and uh, right. you know, all the markings, like or wall buildups, and yeah, you don't think about stuff. material and, and stuff. And what about like your concept, all that? Um, so you still have it, all of that stuff. Like we still did the whole design process. You know, you look at precedents, mm -hmm. and then you get into. Uh, the site analysis and all of that stuff. We had to go visit the site, draw, mm -hmm. like make some sketches mm -hmm. uh, based on the culture, the history of the of the area, okay, nice. you know, yeah. connected to how people are moving around and all this stuff. But mm -hmm. um, then the design process came in. But at the end, you have to when you when it comes for the final presentation, the mm -hmm. last week that mm -hmm. I mentioned the studio week, everyone is trying to finish their drawing. So you do the the whole construction set of that construction oh, documents. Wow. You do. So it's not a it's not like two pinups or three large prints like a tech. It's not like that. You have a whole set. It is pinups, but oh, okay. you put your construction documents on those pinups. You know, you can. Oh, so that's mm -hmm. extra. So it's, it's very similar in that sense. Like the professors, some of the professors will give you uh, like a layout that you have to fill in mm -hmm. with your own drawings, or some of them leave you leave it up to you. You know, you can. That's interesting. Yeah, you I can like do that. it any way you want to. So the fact that it was more technical, were you learning that in studio or construction structures? You had separate classes teaching you the more technical aspects of the drawings and then you implemented it into studio or were you learning that in studio as well? Uh, I think both, honestly, in, in studio. Well, one of the main differences, I should have mentioned this in the beginning, but uh, we don't have one studio professor. Like it's... Uh, all 120 of us, mm -hmm. I think it was 120 in mm -hmm. one class. And oh, we wow. have seven studio professors that you can uh, go and, and Ask for help consult or... with. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you have one, kind of like here, you have one uh, main coordinator, like a class coordinator mm -hmm. that like uh, kind of sets up the project and gives all the instructions. Mm -hmm. And then all the other studio professors are just there. They're rotating in, with all the 120 students. Yeah. They, they're just oh. sitting down and you, you can go up and talk to any one of them. So you can honestly like get opinions out of seven different professors about wow. your project. And a lot of times you don't want to do it because all, all seven professors will give you different conflicting. Yeah. yeah. And then they will all grade you, you know, at the end. So if one of them tells you to do a, Oh, they all, they would all agree. That's you. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? That's, that's pretty interesting because at SAC, um, eventually towards the end of my education career there, like Studio 3, um, I asked another professor who wasn't my studio professor for like his opinion and his advice. Mm -hmm. And he was actually like commending me for, you know, asking him. And at, at tech or maybe other schools, like I get the impression that professors don't like you going to another professor. It's kind of like taboo, like you shouldn't do that, like just stay so with like, your professor. Like, why am I here then? You know, like well, exactly. am I not doing my job as a teacher? Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's like, I, I like what, what was the school's name? Yeah, uh, it's uh, St. Kirill and Methodius University. So that's the university, but the architecture, it's like just architecture. Okay, I'm going to just say Macedonia. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the, the University of Macedonia is nice that they had like those seven different professors and they encouraged or they allowed you to like ask different professors. Like you didn't have to go to your same professor because a lot of the times you don't really like the feedback they're giving you and you have to find other avenues. But I realized at Tech, they were like, you should ask your professor if it's okay to ask this other professor yeah. for their opinion because your professor might get offended. Do you think yeah. that's like a culture part? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I think there's pros and cons to both of those mm -hmm. like scenario, like ways of doing studio. And I mm -hmm. like getting different opinions, but I think it's the same. The same thing applies. Like some, the, the professors will get mad Sorry. if like 
they give you an advice to do something mm -hmm. and then you take some one of the other professors advice they get offended yeah it's, it's yeah of like, course that's human they, nature they did think that their idea was better you know mm -hmm. it's, architecture is very uh it's i guess you know if i'm thinking like i want to be a professor i would hate to be an architecture professor because like it's really? very opinionated it's very, very opinionated. You know, like studio it's, space it's, space it's space. subjective yeah it's, it is yeah very subjective yeah. it's not like math where like you get one correct right answer maybe yeah. two you know but studio is like there's hundred thousand different ways to do something and mm -hmm. like who knows what is the right way right yeah what about like nick and i went to san antonio college and that program you had to do you know like three three projects in the semester you know how tech we do only one project everybody does the same project is that the same thing in macedonia you do one project just one project, yeah, one project. Is, is there many phases like a tech like five phases Mm, not really. I mean, yeah, you have the precedent study, then site analysis, all of this stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. it depends on the whoever the coordinator is, mm -hmm. whatever they want to do. Like they, mm -hmm. oh, okay, they cool. freedom. How how is the the studio like the physical space set up? Because you said it was it's basically one big studio, one big room, right? One hundred and twenty people, seven yeah. professors. But is it really one big room? It it is one big room and desks, uh, tables, and desks. And it's two people per desk. Oh wow! Um, small. Yeah, it's that must have been a really small. big room. Yeah. At Tech, we had well eight, but it was like one table had four people, and then they would put two tables together, so there'd be eight people. But that big room that we were all in, that was three, three studios. Oh, yeah, and it was what like twenty people each, so that's sixty yeah. people in one. Oh, that's two. true. The, our studios at Tech, you know, like yeah. twelve people per studio. Yeah. So it's very. So did you find it easier at Tech to have like one-on-one? -on -one? Like I, I wanted to ask that earlier. In Macedonia at your school, was there desk critiques like every day? Yeah, that, that's all okay. there was. It's honestly. the same. Well, a lot of times we will have the professors come up and present whatever their strong uh, characteristic is. Like in mm -hmm. their career, like some of them, you know, even in Tech, it's like some professors are better at the digital or digital. modeling or yeah, hand so uh -huh. they will all like teach you different kind of aspect of the design process mm -hmm. and it was the same thing back home where one professor is more like structural more mm -hmm. um, like less abstract more mm -hmm. pragmatic uh, yeah practical and then another one will be a lot more abstract more sketching like hand sketches and like uh, the presentation kind of re representation uh, of mm -hmm. the project so they will all come up and have a presentation at times like once mm -hmm. a week um, but for the most part it was yeah desk critics we would just sit on the our, our design like assigned space and mm -hmm. do our work and if you if you need to consult you go up and consult and they kept track of how many times you consulted with them because oh, wow. that's how they would like kind of great yeah all of this is this like your first year or this is like all the years every semester so every i did semester in like three that. years i did six studios and they're all structured like this yeah pretty much so um do you or is it the same seven professors every semester yes yeah oh, and wow. it's usually the same professors who teach you other classes too you know like the studio oh, professors wow. also teach construction and so that that makes a lot of sense. The faculty is small then. Um, like, yeah. your, was your history professor your studio professor? No, that that was different. Okay, that, yeah. was, that was different. Architecture history. Like, yeah, 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 that was different. Mm. different. Okay. Well, we don't have core classes. We don't take anything but architecture classes. You know, and mm. we take more. What do you consider core? Like, is um, architecture history core? Well, you mentioned you said specifically architecture history. Architecture history is architecture class. Right, right, right. If, I also took history of the United States. That's not architecture. Of course, right, right. So you didn't need that, so, like history of Macedonia. No. So when you transferred to tech, did you have to take a lot of core classes? Yeah, I did yeah. all of them. Wow. Yeah, that's why yeah. it took me another whole year. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you all graduated. We were in the same class, but yeah. you graduated like a year or a semester before. Yeah. Right, right, right. I had to do all the core stuff at the end. So you didn't take any other, like, what about electives? In Macedonia, uh, you you have electives, but they're also like the you know how we have media electives mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. temporary issues in architecture. Mm -hmm. 
Well, there was classes that you can choose to take, mm-hmm. um, but it was all architecture. Interesting. It was all architecture. And did you tell us a little bit about the... It might sound like an interview. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, no, but like, I want to know. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. It's basically... Uh, tell us about... Tell us about the programs. Because I know like, they use different program. Uh, Digital? Yeah. From... Over here, no? yeah. So what did what did you use? What did they promote? And what was like the standard? You know what I'm saying? So at Tech, everyone used Rhino. They did not promote Revit, and everyone used in whatever they yeah, wanted. And at basically. the end, they brought Revit. Yeah. So like, what did you use? What did the school want you to use? And then what did people actually use? Well, all the drafting we did in AutoCAD from day one. Uh, a lot of hands running too. Um, from like Studio One? Yeah, from the first class. Okay. So we started on wow. AutoCAD. Straight into computers. Yes, okay. but parallel to, we had a class called uh, Geometry, I guess, like Drawing Geometry, mm-hmm. and that was all by hand, so you had to draw the... Kind of like graphics. Okay. Yeah. And... Um, was it like drafting, ta- drafting tables? Yeah, we had to oh. get... Uh, parallel bars. Yeah, okay. and then they will give you like a... Uh, object of some sort, and you have to draw it from the top view. Uh, side that's view, what I did stuff my first year. Yeah, it's, yeah. here it's like drafting and design, orthographic projection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so, yeah, orthographic. Yeah, you okay. feel connected. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's not design; it's just yeah. teaching you how to draft by hand, yeah. technical yeah. drafting by hand. Yeah. So I, I feel connected. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. We had to do that. And also, like, you would draw the stuff in, in AXO. And they, mm-hmm. they taught us all of that stuff in that class. But uh, as, as uh, about software, like, we had to use AutoCAD from day one. And then eventually we were taught uh, how to use ARCHICAD, which is kind of like Revit, mm-hmm. but it's by Graphisoft. So yeah, it's just I, I hear a lot about it. It's just a different, yeah, production, I guess, like, company. It's, it's a BIM software. It is. Um, That's what I know. It's like faster. Not that it's faster to use, but like the program itself is fast. Like Revit's kind of slow sometimes, like panning or orbiting Um, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And also I know um, ARCHICAD has like layers like Rhino versus Revit. It doesn't have layers. It has more like, like this type of wall is like a component. Uh And if you change it, then all these others that are the same changes. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've heard a lot of good things about ARCHICAD, but that's nice that I never you, used that you it. learned it. It's really, it's really popular. Yeah, that's what we were taught there. But then I think there's more resources with Reddit because more of the world uses it. Yes, now, yeah. Um, and it's more like uh, MEP engineering. You know, you can collaborate with um, what I know about ARCHICAD is like, can't really do that with whoever's doing the engineering. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Revit's more kind of universal. Yeah. And then for rendering, we did uh, something called Artlantis. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Atlantis? I think I've heard of it. Art. There's a bunch. Oh, Artlantis. Artlantis. I never heard of it. No. So, it's a plugin or a separate? It's a separate program. So, you import a model made on ARCHICAD or you can do Google SketchUp and mm-hmm. everything. And then you had um, just like V-Ray kind of. But V-Ray is a plugin for... You know, you get V-Ray for Rhino, V-Ray right. for Revit, whatever. Well, Artlantis is more of its own, like, separate for Kind of like Lumion. Okay. But mm-hmm. something in between Lumion and V-Ray, I guess. Okay. I'd have to look that up. So, you, did you use it? Like, Yeah, I did. Is it uh, easy to... It's easy to learn, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, is the quality pretty good, or...? I just, like, I don't know. It's, it's not Lumion, you know. I love Lumion. Okay. Lumion is such a, like, realistic, mm-hmm. I don't know. I spent time working in Lumion recently. But mm-hmm. I remember this was when I used Art Atlantis was what, like 2012, so it's been like eight years. Right, right. Really, mm-hmm. And I'm okay. sure it's better now. Right, no, of yeah. course, right. I, I mean, Upgraded. all these programs, they advance like so every yeah. one or two years, except yeah. Rhino. Rhino takes a while to get a new version, but they all. 2020, 2021, 2022. Yeah, like, it's, every, it's like 2K. Every year there's a new game. Every year there's a new version of these programs. Yeah. Um, so was there any freehand? Because you did drafting by hand, like orthographic. You did, you start, which is surprising, you start with CAD, your first studio, because here it's all by hand. 
and they're trying to incorporate even at tech they're incorporating digital into the studio one but it's a lot of it's still by hand and then we started like freehanding pretty much what do you think about that yeah did you do did you have any classes on that over there well yeah like i said that uh geometry class and in high school we did because i did high school in architecture too and oh, high wow. school was all by hand like everything you had to do like the plans um but those are, but those are still like drafting i guess architecturally yes architectural drawing so the same thing you do a plan with all the uh-huh. dimensions you have to we had to learn a special font that we use oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, and we had like that was painful you had to write a you know like in first grade when you have to write a we like, did that yeah like, notebook. <laughs> yeah well, i remember that that's times. what we had to do but the on like letter a uh-huh. all the little like lines had to be a special dimension mm. like dang that's deep yeah, yeah it was very i, very I, I know what you're talking about that, yeah that goes way too so since technical. if you think about it since ninth grade you're starting architecture yeah yeah i started when wow. i was i started 15 years old I started wow, like really senior year or junior year mm-hmm. and it was an AutoCAD class, but it wasn't like, it wasn't drafting design technical. It was just AutoCAD, but it was, I mean, it's just AutoCAD. It's not really that yeah. like, it's something, I mean, it's I something, started until it's, it's, it's like a teaser, but it's like, yeah. you really don't really, you still don't understand like all of it. But yeah, I started until second year of college yeah that's even like, worse exactly think about that if going back to ninth grade yeah i wish so, i wish i had that under in high school did you you knew this is what you wanted to do because because um, you were doing it in high school or not, not really well in high school i did yeah i guess but um i should have mind many times after that and even because you have to make up your mind right after eighth grade. You, mm-hmm. you finish eighth grade and you have a little graduation after eighth mm-hmm. grade. Mm-hmm. So here, I guess, after middle school. Um, mm-hmm. And you have to choose what you're going to be when you grow up. Was your... kind of, you're put on the spot right there. Because oh, all the high dang. schools are yeah. technical. Like you choose to be a mechanical engineer. You go to a special high school. So you choose mm-hmm. medical. You know, you go to a medical high school. So, mm-hmm. so in your high school, the only thing was architecture. In my high my high school was construction high school, so okay. you do you you would there was different kind of uh, majors I guess mm-hmm. in like university here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was students that studied architecture. There's some that studied uh, hydro construction, like oh, wow. how to build dams and yeah, more know, civil engineering. Guess, yeah, and then there was also like geo, like you know, uh, what is it, surveyors and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Like, measure coordinates the and land, and, land. Uh, yeah. and we had classes for those too i mean it was all like an intertwined so mm-hmm. you, you get a little bit of a little bit all, of everything the, yeah. yeah and that's interesting but my major was architecture so if i were to finish the high school which i didn't um i would have had gotten an associate's degree in architecture which oh, is wow. good enough to like you can do some work yeah you do some work after that that's so a lot of my friends Finished that and then they went to high school. Me, I like I said, I moved to Vegas mm-hmm. like sophomore year. So I came here. I didn't know what I'm doing. So I got into computer programming and stuff. So I did mm-hmm. website HTML, C, C plus coding, yeah, coding stuff. And then when I went back home again, I didn't know what I'm gonna do. So I was like, I'm gonna be a lawyer. Because <laughs> <laughs> my cousin is a lawyer, so I was like, oh, maybe this this what I want to do too. Cause she was pretty successful and uh-huh. stuff. And even at that time, she would, she just grad, graduated and she got her like uh, I don't know whatever the test is called, and she already had like, like, a, like a bar exam. Office. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, the equivalent of the bar exam it's in Europe, one. right? Yeah. And she already like was opening an office. Like she wow. had clients and stuff. I'm like, oh, this sounds like a good life. You know? yeah. Especially if, if I live there. I mean, the lawyers are pretty well off, I guess. I mean, yeah, good, mm-hmm. good money. I was like, oh, that, but then, I don't know, I, like, in, in high school, I fell in love with architecture, and, mm-hmm. you know, I think architecture is such a, uh, like, mystery to me, I still, mm-hmm. feel like, I've been studying architecture since 2000, and, uh, what is, what was it, six, mm-hmm. and I still don't know what architecture is, and, right. and I still can't give you a definition of what it is, even right. now, like, it's tough. I graduated from tech, yeah. and I'm like, okay, I have my bachelor's of science and architecture, which I don't know what 
that is. I don't know either. So I don't know what my title is. But I guess I'm a bachelor of Who science in architecture. It's, uh, it's we, we have a BS degree. Yeah, no you, BS. If you catch my drift, it's, it's a BS. But like, okay, let me ask you guys a question. What is the difference between architecture, being an architect, and a designer? It's, it's just a licensure. Yeah. A licensure. And what does the license make, like, give you? So here in America, um, like we all have our BS. So our, our title at work is architectural designer. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you try to get your own side job, your own client, you legally can't call yourself and tell them I'm an architect and you can't legally tell them I'm providing architectural services. You have to say I'm a designer. Because you're not licensed. Yeah, like right now, we're designers, we're practitioners. Because we're not licensed. Right. So we cannot call ourselves but, architects. Right, but my job title in my office is architectural intern. So it's, it's a little weird, like, they call me an architectural intern, but I can't call myself an architectural designer if my neighbor wants me to do a job for them. So now more towards your question on the licensure, we would have to go do our master's for two years, um, do the uh, the ARE exam, but first you need to do X amount of hours of working, and then you take the five exams or whatever it is, you pass them, and then after I don't know how many months, you are officially a licensed architect and you get like your stamp. But in that certain city or right, right? state so, it's state. Uh-huh. so you have to do different exams for every city for every state for every state for yeah. every state but like so if you get licensed in texas you can you're only licensed in, in texas. texas you can't go and stamp a project in a different state yeah so the benefit of being licensed well the benefit of getting your master's is you can supposedly i'm pretty sure it's true but you get paid more then if you're licensed, you'll get paid more. But you can also do your own projects. And because you're licensed, you can like, you're higher up in the office, which means you can lead a project. So like if our office is in Dallas, but you get a client who wants something built in Florida, but you nobody know, is licensed nobody in Florida. Licensed in, nobody in Florida. But someone in Texas who has a license in Florida is valuable to us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So getting the licensure, it's half of it is the fact that you can now call yourself an architect legally. The other half is you can start your own firm and uh, lead projects and stamp them. Yeah. Yeah. So without a license, there's still jobs we can do like interior remodeling or small additions to the home. Yeah, that you don't need a license for. Well, yeah. this, this is the thing. That's why I'm asking this question because... I mean, I know that you can you can still design a house yeah. right. without so, a license. Yeah. So I'm, I I still struggle with like the whole thing where if you want to get licensed. I mean, no, I, I know I want to get mm-hmm. licensed. I just like like I said, it's very it's still a mystery to me after twelve years or so, not fourteen. Because uh, right now I gra- like I said I graduated from tech. I mean, you all graduated from tech. You got a job and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I my job now is I work for a drafter. It's he's okay. a, the company that I work for is a drafting and design uh firm mm-hmm. and the guy my boss is not licensed oh, he's an architect so like people come to him and they uh, he charges them i believe like two dollars a square, square foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and he designs their home from scratch like he's not he doesn't have a license he doesn't right. have anything and they take those to the drawings then they go to the does now does he pay a licensed architect to stamp his drawings i don't know yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. He, he he might not need it, but to, was, to to cover your own back, yeah. you know, you get someone to stamp it. Yeah. Go ahead, and then I wanna I wanna read something. But go ahead. No. Don't. Okay. So, this is just in Texas. It's like a roadmap to determining if you need a license. So, is it a public building? No. Is it an institutional residential facility? If we're doing a home. It's, it's not an institutional residential facility, so no. Is it a private, single-family dwelling, duplex, farm, ranch, agri- agricultural building, or warehouse with limited public access? Is it a private, single-family dwelling? Yes. Yeah. Exempt from architectural act. 
which means you don't need a license. You don't mm -hmm. need to stamp it. Is it more than 16 units in any one building? No, I'm going to do a 15 unit, one story apartment building. You don't need a license ex exempt from architectural act. Now you probably need an engineer to do his drawings and the engineering drawings need to be stamped, but the architectural drawings, from my knowledge, you don't need to. Okay, so you can design that and then send it to an engineer. Yeah, and, and not, uh, I'm not really sure about that process. I think you send the CDs to the engineer. From your drawings, the engineer creates engineered construction documents. Mm -hmm. He stamps his own documents. Yeah. Yours are not stamped. Yeah. He's um, the one that's, you know. And then you send, send both of them. Uh, stuff to the city mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then get approved and check the, you know, soil yeah. and all of that. There's a lot of work specifically in Texas you can do without being licensed. Yeah. Of course, it's just, you know, it's beneficial because my my big thing is what if they build it and it's legal for me to do it because you, you don't need to be licensed. But what if something happens, I get sued and the drawing was wrong. And but the that's whenever the, you know, structure comes and make sure that it's able to work. Well, do you, are you, are, are you, you, are you sure like, the contractor is going to double check your drawings? Are you sure I mean, I know you are, yeah, you are the architect. Mm -hmm. No, I guess not the architect. That's where the legal comes in, the legal aspect, because you don't want to be liable. I mean, you're you're only responsible for your design, yeah. but if your design is kind of wonky, like the the drawings, the details, because I've actually learned recently, there's a big difference between the documents the city requires for permits versus the documents the contractor needs to build it. They need more drawings than what the city requires. Mm. So that's the... Wow. Yeah. It's always safe to have a licensed architect look it over. Just to... Yeah, I, need to I, I mean, I guess we all need to look into like what, yeah. what are the legal responsibilities. Like, for sure. For if sure. you are not an architect before... You and, and I mean, I've heard, and it kind of makes sense, I would kind of do this too. Licensed architects are kind of like stingy because like if Andre designed something and pays me just to stamp it first of all i'm going to charge a lot just for the stamp second of all i'm butthurt because i didn't design it so no i, I don't want to stamp it you know what i mean so like maybe what would you be butthurt well because that's architects they want to do the design you're yeah, coming to you're also helping you know improve maybe it's a good design yeah, but it, like, oh, everybody's yeah. not like you and they're not nice uh, everybody life so no because like that's what we're like I, 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 i've never encountered this and i really hope they don't do this but let's say i'm licensed and you come to me mm -hmm. for the job i'll charge ten thousand for all the drawings and my stamp or if you come to me just to stamp it i'm gonna charge ten thousand like mm -hmm. that's not, not fair yeah, but then I'll just find another architect. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, just for the stamp. Yeah. Well, and what? But but that's also the benefit of being licensed and having your stamp. You can charge X amount. I don't know what's practical, but you can charge money just to review the drawing and stamp it, mm -hmm. which is nice because you're making money off just reviewing someone else's design and stamping it. If you want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess. I mean, it's it's nice, but I don't know. I still want to get my license. No, know? for sure. I but do if, too. Like, let's say I'm, most of the time I'll be designing single family homes and stuff and I already need my license. Yeah, you don't. So I know people I who work for builders and they don't. Well, maybe if you want to do something you know, more big than that. Yeah. That's where, because when it comes to like, like a lot of square footage, a, X amount of people within the building. Yeah. Uh, you I know, think that's what matters because it, my, matters. you know, I'm a job I ask and they tell me, well, it depends on the code too. Mm -hmm. If that's a specific place, city, whatever, uh, requires, you know, 3,000 square foot. If it's greater than that, then you need your, your license, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody to stamp it. Mm -hmm. But if it's, I mean, it's, if it's greater than that, but if it's less than that, you don't need anything. You know, mm -hmm. you can just design it. And I'm sure if there's more than, I don't know, a random number, if there's more than 5,000 people in the building at once, like, of course, you know, that's a lot of people you're responsible for. So you need, yeah. you need it stamped, yeah. which makes sense. So in, in Macedonia, is you graduate, you have to take a test to get licensed. Like, is there a benefit of being licensed over there? Because here, if you want to start your own thing, 
I mean, you know, you should, if you want to get paid more, but over there is, is there a real benefit? Yeah, I think, I mean, you, it's the same thing to get a stamp, to get no license. Um, a license. Yeah. You need to, well, I don't think you need to take a test. Like once you get your five years, you get your master's. Gotcha. Uh-huh. That's your license. Okay. Right away. Do you think I'm like... pretty sure I'm, that's not verified information. Okay. No, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I do know in Europe it's, it's a lot different because I've actually heard that once you finish, I've, I've heard once you graduate, get your master's in Europe, you have to do a certain amount of hours practicing in an office and then you get licensed. There's no mm. test. That That's what I've heard. So it kind of matches up. Might be. Yeah, I know all my uh, friends that we started school together, mm-hmm. they're all licensed architects. I mean, wow. I was supposed to graduate. I started school 2012. I was supposed to graduate in 2017. So all of them have at least three years. They're Not all of them, but a lot licensed of them have by now. three years. Nice. My friend sent me his, uh, resume, his portfolio. Yeah. It was very motivating. Or I guess. Big difference. I remember seeing yours. Yeah. When, when we first met and yeah, Europe work. And that's why I can only imagine theirs with like, you know, experience and Mm -hmm. the amount of work they do is, that's pretty. I would love to see it. I I love seeing, especially foreign, European or Asian architecture work. It's just, it's a different ballgame. I mean, it's all built houses and stuff like he did now in like the past three years. Oh, wow. Because he worked for his like construction slash Mm -hmm. design company and he was the only architect there. It was all builders. So the whole company, they would like go to him. They would do everything. So they they would buy a property. They would invest in it, Mm -hmm. build an apartment complex. He will like stamp it or like a house and then they will sell it. Wow. So is are, are you looking into, like, what are you interested in? Like, what type of, like, uh, residential, commercial, retail? Like, w- what do you see yourself doing? Like, what are you most interested in? It's okay um, if you don't know. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I do, like, I want to do commercial. Commercial. Uh, I think there's more freedom with that. There's more money mm-hmm. in that. Uh, commercial as in, like, offices or mixed use or retail. Bars, restaurants. Uh, yeah. Everything. Groceries, I mean, anything. If you look at the precedents that we analyze and stuff, yeah, there's some from like the star architects, mm-hmm. I'm calling that. Uh, like you look at Paul Rudolph, mm-hmm. you look at uh, Franklin Wright, mm-hmm. I know they're most mainly residential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you think, I mean, Frank Gehry, do you know any residential homes from him? I like, know all the commercial. It's commercial, yeah. right? Like yeah. OMA too. Like OMA is commercial. Either, I feel like commercial or monuments, uh, Foster and Partners. You know, like the, what was mainly commercial. The like historical architecture figures is like residential, but then the like you said, if you want to call them a star architect, it's all commercial. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like Sanaa, like uh, I don't know, like Miss Wanderer. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you have the Fort Fortsworth House. Is that what it's called? I forget. Uh, Farmsworth? Yeah, even mm-hmm. that is not non-residential, it's commercial. So I feel like if you want to have freedom, like I said, there's more money. Mm-hmm. Not, 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 not like more money for my pocket, it's mm-hmm. just more money in, in for the, the project. Industry. Yes, you know, for so the like project. You have more freedom to do something more abstract, more mm-hmm. wild, more innovative, more, I don't know. Because, you know, if I'm building a house, technically, you, like I mean, not technically, but in a sense, you're designing your own home. You're going to tell me what you want. Mm-hmm. I don't have the freedom to like make a three, three story tall, like uh, living room, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. with, I don't know, some like new material that costs millions of dollars, right, right. whatever it is, you know, but if you're it's a lot more a museum, personal. Mm-hmm. you know, you, you have more freedom. I think, I don't know. I mean, I'm just starting. No, no, that makes sense. I was, I was pretty much, I'm kind of in the same headspace as you i've i've drifted more towards accepting and, and liking residential because what we talked about before in texas you know a lot of land it's a lot easier to get built you don't have to be licensed and it's still not fully sold on like a single family residential i like more community because there's a lot more involvement like apartments or what apartments or just like houses but like not just one house in one neighborhood a multiple i would like to do multiple so the fact I want to ask you this, Sandra, the fact that you like that commercial aspect more, is it because of the projects you've done in studio, including back home? Like, no. did you do commercial? Did you do residential? Like, is that because me, I didn't do a, any residential my first two years. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in architecture, 
knowing uh, bicycle clubs, libraries, uh, visitor centers, um, you know, skate parks, um, stuff like that. So like, I like that type of design because that's what I'm, that's what I know from school. Mm -hmm. So are you the same or? Um, I mean, in a way, yes, but not necessarily because in school in all the, I took, like I said, six studios in Macedonia mm -hmm. and another was it three here. So in all the studios, I did probably two residential projects or three residential mm -hmm. projects and everything else was uh, commercial. Like we, we designed a theater. Mm -hmm. um, in where? Macedonia? Uh, in Macedonia. What else did you do over there? Uh, well, the first studio, we designed like a little pavilion, okay. which was residential, like a little getaway. Mm -hmm. But like it's a public. house. No, it was, oh, was private. It was there was no like definition. Uh, yeah, definition. yeah. It, gotcha. I know the site was in the in the school's yard. Mm -hmm. Like uh, they just gave us like perimeters and everything. But um, we did theater. We did a big apartment building mm -hmm. uh, with public spaces in mm -hmm. the ground floor, like stores and stuff. Uh, what else did we do? We did uh, like a little um, work place for a musician where mm -hmm. like a stu recording studio I guess oh, like a work live yeah kind of but that was for us uh, like that that was a very interesting project because I mean let me explain that project I, that yeah, was my ahead. favorite project oh one, please go ahead, go studios. ahead and uh, so we had four or five people come in one of them was a musician another one was an actor mm -hmm. there was a fashion designer and like others uh, mm -hmm. but you had to choose which one you want to design for mm -hmm. and so we it was like a lottery you like say which one you would like the most and then who's your second third choice and then they have to choose you too so they have to hire you uh so they come and present what they want out of the space and then they look at your stuff and then they decide oh like i'll take this person to design wow. so you get so assigned you, you chose one of them yes and they had to choose you back yeah they had based to on your stuff your stuff yeah so like you're actually designing a house for them you know like not, not mm -hmm. a house but more oh like there's a work, studio work studio yeah, yeah. Work studio. like an office in a way but it was multifunctional so it was uh the well the musician who uh we designed for uh, he wanted three-story like little house mm -hmm. uh the, the top would be um his whole like living area where he can rest. He's the sick, the first story, I guess. So you have ground floor, first floor, second floor. So the second floor was, was like his own living quarters. The second floor was his like practice rooms where, where like he would have students to teach them and stuff. And then the ground floor was his studio, which was more public. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so there was the higher hierarchy. That's a nice project. Home. That sounds yeah. interesting. And we had to design it. Like the catch was, it had to be positioned in this like UNESCO uh, protected area. So you have a lot of codes and a lot of mm. uh, like restrictions of what you can do because it's a Turkish old Ottoman bazaar. Like it's very old architecture there, and you can't really like uh, change anything in the way they used to build with mm -hmm. like stone and stuff. So we had to keep that old Ottoman architecture and create something new for this person. So it was a very interesting project. Is, is it like this concept of brother versus other? So like your design had to look similar to the surrounding? Mm, yeah, well, not necessarily look similar. We did like very modern look for our, okay. our proposal. We kind of respect um, the... But with respect to... Same the, material, same kind of... or no? Um, we kept some of the heights like the lines oh I see so when you look saying. at the street when you look at the, the it's not like yours is like super yeah. tall and everything else like is super they respected short. the heights yeah. and level the material was how we like distinguished our so it, like gotcha. stuck up so it was just gotcha. uh, concrete mm -hmm. you know and it was like all this stone uh architecture around us and that lot was just concrete mm -hmm. very modern looking so it was like a contrast kind of sort of mm -hmm. and it was nice. all our studio projects and we're done with in pairs so we have a partner and oh, wow. two people per project so it's not by yourself no it's not by yourself how does how did that work out yeah um, did, do you like i do because it, it teaches you how to work with someone, work with someone. Yeah. here uh <laughs> i had a project you know i hated it 
because it's hard. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, you gotta be good with whoever you work. Well, with. it's different here because the group projects aren't the final studio project. They're more like site analysis and precedent. But when you go to um, when you work in an office. No, no, no. When you go to uh, the, like uh, like if I go to uh, study abroad. Uh huh. They do groups because I saw, you know, for right, the past right, semesters right, right. they were a group and that was their final. Right, right, right. So but typical for that. Typical studio. Yeah, a typical studio. In now. America, our last project is always by herself. Well, mm -hmm. now uh, Hannah, she's doing her master's in tech, and last her first semester of master's, that whole semester was, was a group project. Oh wow! Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, personally, I've never done an yeah, actual either, studio like project mm -hmm. with a partner. It looks like now And you've done happening. both, so that's yeah. so you, you 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 like that type, like that way of of doing it, or I think you learn something from both. Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, it's easier when you have someone to help you out and like kind that's of bounce ideas off of. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I never like you have the professor to do that, mm -hmm. right? Like, and sometimes that's not enough. Sometimes you need like your own peer who's actually doing it. Yeah, so the professor is more of like, he's in charge. Mm -hmm. So he tells you, you know, mm -hmm. like this is how this should be done. Mm -hmm. but, and it depends on the professors, you know, like the professors that I respect the most, like uh, Park, mm -hmm. uh, even like Rob, Rob and Park are my mm -hmm. favorite two studio professors because they would give me the, like, hey, this needs to be done. And they gave me the freedom to do it. Mm -hmm. the way I wanted to and they would correct me and tell me why that doesn't work yes you know where that's the key other professors I don't want to mention those names yeah. but uh, they would just they say do this and you ask why and, and they say because that's what I want you to do exactly they don't give any no, real actually give me an explanation, explanation of why. Of why it doesn't work and then you were like you start butting heads yeah kind of like you know, okay, you know I like it I like it this way better because they didn't give you a reason why they yeah. don't work I mean if you, they don't so, give you a reason then you're like well why am I going to change so, it so, so, sidebar when, when you <laughs> when you're butting heads with a professor in my own personal experience they, they're not giving the explanation right mm -hmm. but then I'm fighting back and I give them an explanation for why my way is what I want to do and, mm -hmm. it's, and they get offended because I'm I'm, I'm giving a reason you're fighting it back but but um logically mm -hmm. like with explanations and they get all like offended okay. and butthurt because i don't want to do what they do and it's like i have like a whole backstory and they don't, know, they don't a, have that if i was a teacher and you told me that i would be proud yes i'll be proud same. for you because mm -hmm. you know you're like oh he actually knows exactly like, yeah somebody well, the, yeah this is if what you're telling me makes sense right like I mean, right well i think that the, the big difference between professors that know how to teach and the ones that don't know how to teach mm -hmm. is that like they give you uh, like the facts why that doesn't work. Yes, and, like, yeah. They're very straight up with you. Because mm -hmm. I mean, like in my personal experience, experience when I look back and like I'm like, oh, what did I learn from this professor? You know, and if there was one of the professors that didn't give me explanations, I honestly like I didn't learn anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just that's true. Yeah. I've only had a few a few good professors that that do that. A lot of professors. They don't, but you're right. The good ones, they give you the freedom and they, if, if they want you to do something their way, like you said, they really do explain why it should be done that way. Yeah. And the really good ones will let you kind of counter it. They'll listen to you, but then... Also let you figure it out. But Yeah, but then also tell you like, I see what you're doing, mm -hmm. but you're not doing it the way it's going to work. So like, let's help you turn back to where it will actually work you know, based on what you're So instead of are. doing A to get C, do B to get C. You still mm -hmm. get your result. Yeah. We're just going to do it a little differently the way I think it would actually work. But it's still your idea, yeah. the students, yeah. the students. Work. Those are the best professors. Yeah. And that's why I mentioned part because there was kind of with him, like I would come and I had the same class with Anna, right? And... and you know, I would give a proposal in class. I would mm -hmm. bring up some drawings that I did, mm -hmm. and he would come to my desk and he would just do. That was my favorite part. No, I hated that. I hated that. I messed up something. Every time I, I, like, I feel like he did that on purpose to kind of like 
give you a hint that you're like going in the wrong direction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or or to like he was in bad give, respect. Give, no. It wasn't disrespectful, but no. it, I feel like it was like a hint, yeah, so like, you could catch it. You're like, damn it, something's wrong. Maybe he, he, he wouldn't tell you. But he, you he had to figure it out yourself. And, that's and you're like, what? That's what I love that part because you're trying to find out, you know? Because in real life, yeah, you, you know, you, you need to figure it out yourself. So that was really pushy, but it was really good. Yeah, and he would always follow it up with. I see what you did there. It looks good. You know, he would comment on mm-hmm. your yeah. work, and then he'll be like, "But yeah. let's figure out how to do." It. And he he's not going to give you the answer. No, that was the thing. No. Like, you know, yeah. I was stuck on the parking. Like, we had to make a like figure out how to put I don't know how many cars in the lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we're designing. A, it wasn't even logical. It wasn't even logical. Like, it was impossible to do the amount they wanted. Yeah, it was I mean, literally impossible. Yeah, but you know, like, it also you had to think about it. Yeah, so that way you work. have it in the back of your mind that eventually, you know, you need that. Yeah, a lot of us went like underground, which mm-hmm. is very impractical in the area because mm-hmm. Lombok is known for well, terrible yeah. atmospheric, like water infrastructure. Uh, infrastructure. Yeah. What project was it? Uh, the, library, the media library. The media library. That was Denver. No, no, it was Denver was the, the oh, meditation. Okay, the one with the Buddy Holly. The one yeah, yeah, who had the Buddy. same um, yeah, president. president. I remember now. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, putting, there was like the flood zone is right on the side. Yeah. Right? So you have to, I mean, putting an underground garage in the. Doesn't. You know, I mean, it probably can make it work, but it's just for us as students. And yeah. very hard. And we all did like underground parking. Mm-hmm. But I was stuck on that for like I didn't even do parking. <laughs> I just I just thought of it like where was my parking? But I had some a little bit, but in the other side. No, no, no. I had zero you parking. <laughs> <laughs> you like open this street, please walk. No, seriously, I, I had yeah. I mean, it's a, it was a park as well, so it's like. But yeah, it's all I was like they could they could park across the street. I don't care. And I was stuck on that for like days for like weeks actually and he didn't say anything he, he gave me all the time i needed because mm-hmm. look i figured it out because like, maybe you should like leave that you know you hit a wall so like leave it and go to the other mm-hmm. stuff yeah. and then come back to it later you know and he was, this i respect him so much because mm-hmm. i actually like learn a lot about design process i think mm-hmm. rob i learned more about technical drawings and stuff mm-hmm. yeah like making my drawings beautiful which but still technical but technically, because he like, teaches the construction. You know, I knew line weights and everything. Yeah. The, the problem was when I came here, it was all different software. So I think like in uh, was it Studio Three at the time. So mm-hmm. second year, my first mm-hmm. studio was second year. But then I I bumped up mm-hmm. to was it third year. I don't know. Um, but Studio Five. Yeah. yeah. So I skipped. You skipped the studio. Four and five. I went to studios. Yeah. 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 yeah studio was, six because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because when I got there, I started with Studio 5, which was, you know, my first year. Yeah. And then that's when you you did that. And then I went to Studio 6, and that's when you jumped all of those to to catch up to me. Yeah. Yeah, I I skipped two studios after that one. But, you know, so, like, they put me in the class, and I I showed up first class after person studies with, like, all my... Uh, construction documents mm-hmm. and I, I had elevation stations. thinking that's what's expected and, yeah pretty much I, I came for, with the mindset that like the school is the same back home yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. so I did uh, dimension lines mm-hmm. I don't know markings door sizes mm-hmm. window sizes all this stuff mm-hmm. and the professor said I was like no 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 we don't need any of that stuff I was like okay but the main issue for me was how to like uh, transfer like I knew how to work in AutoCAD and working in Rhino it's very similar very it's similar. not a big deal mm-hmm. but it was Rhino, and then I had to learn Illustrator and Photoshop and so you InDesign. You didn't use Adobe before? Not really. I mean, we were not required. A lot uh-huh. of students, I used a little bit of Illustrator, mm-hmm. but I had, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, tech's, tech's weird. They're very Illustrator efficient. Yeah. Like, they'll draft very plans yeah, in I, Illustrator. I'm like, what are you what? doing? I've never done that. I've and met a few people, people that made all wow. their technical drawings in Illustrator. I like, oh I don't my. God. That's crazy. I, I just I can't comprehend why that's even remotely. I can't even think how. Yeah. That takes way too long. No. <laughs> right. I like Rhino because it's so fluid in mm-hmm. the interface. You type and it's just everything's quick. Yeah. Illustrator, it's very hard to like draw the lines. Yeah, but also, I mean, Rhino, you can just export it in this right Exactly. Thing. That's what I mean. If you do it correctly uh, in layers. Uh huh. To scale. <laughs> exactly. I, I like AutoCAD better. Honestly, now I'm working in AutoCAD for work. Mm-hmm. I got 
it's expensive. So I mean, I had to get a light, like get a software that's not your own personal. Yeah, places. I, mm -hmm. I'm like the How people that I work for. They're you? not for like. Uh, and I'm like a freelance. Oh, you know, gotcha. So I'm, I'm a subcontractor, so they pay me to draw for them, mm -hmm. and I have to have my own uh, software so, computer. Yeah, for one of the jobs that I have, like five jobs right now. Technically, I mean, I work for five different people, <laughs> and one of them is out of New York, and nice. I'm working from home. No matter when I go to his office, because I, I mean, he wanted for the beginning to track my hours, see how much I work, because right. he's paying me hourly, you know. Mm -hmm. The other people pay me per project. Okay, yeah. But for that, I had to get my own software, and I got the AutoCAD Lite, which is a lot. <laughs> Someone's a lot getting attacked in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that, right? Yeah. You had to get your own license. Uh, for the software, software, yeah. So I was gonna get AutoCAD, but it's, it's pricey. So I got AutoCAD Lite, which is the same thing. The only difference is you can do 3D, mm -hmm. which I, I mean, I wouldn't use AutoCAD to do 3D. Yeah. Well, right now you only do 2D drums, yeah, I'm just doing the CD. Like right now, I don't do 3D drums. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I work in 2D. Did you Did you get AutoCAD Lite? Yeah. Okay. Right now, I'm on the still on the trial. Yeah. yeah. You know, How much a, is it? If you don't mind me asking. I think it's like $50 a month. Something like that. Oh, okay. So, so it's, not it's not bad. Mm -hmm. It's like paying Adobe. Yeah, it's not okay. bad when you, which I still think is a scam. All these um, yeah. uh, subscriptions are scams, honestly. But it's not bad when you think about like the amount you're getting paid for the project. Like, mm -hmm. but you also need to look at how long it's going to take you because if it's going to take you four months and that's two hundred dollars and mm -hmm. you're getting paid four hundred dollars. That's half of your paycheck is going towards the program, yeah. Which you yeah. still make a profit, but still, it's I mean, if a project takes me four months and they only pay me 400 bucks, I'm not taking the yeah, no, yeah, no. Like, first of all, yeah, no. yeah, that was just a bad example. <laughs> it's okay, we I'm thinking like I'm, I'm happy with like 50 cents, uh, a square, square foot because you're subcontracting, sub yeah, and I'm creating you, so but per drawing, uh, no, like, what do you, what do, you do for that? Complete set of drawings. I mean, I can, I'll do plans fully detailed, everything. That's, uh, that's too little. I'll do sections and yeah. I mean, for just to begin, you know, I just started like two weeks ago. So yeah. it's okay. something that I'm trying to get work. Uh, yeah, to get yeah. more referrals and- Just, know, just know you're worth more. Yeah. yeah. You're worth a lot more. I still, I mean, calculating how long it takes me, like for, if you think about it, uh, this apartment, how long mm -hmm. is it? Uh, like mm. 600? Seven. Yeah, like seven. That's it. Seven hundred yeah. square feet. So you do fifty cents. Three fifty. You know how long will it take you to to draft this Ooh, to make a plan? Just a plan. Uh, just the plan. Yeah. I mean, maybe a day if you measure everything, and then and then. Well, I'll it. give you your, the measurements. Like a, an hour and a half, two max, to make yeah. sure it's perfect. Okay, and then how long will it take you out of those plans to make sections and elevations? So you need four elevations in sections. What's in the elevations? Is everything dimensioned, the material, tags? Just material. I think yeah. he said in yeah. my job, they had like this list. Like a weekend. And I think he says like four hours per, per drawing or something like that. But it, see, that, that, like that's... Like four a, hours that's, for like the whole elevations, everything. That's a misconception for work. And I, it might be just because they're older, but in the office, they think this assignment takes really long, but when you do it, it's, it, it doesn't take that long. Yeah, they I've, measure I've noticed that, but yeah, I don't know if it. you've noticed that. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not going to quote exactly. No, word, yeah, but... But, yeah, it's basically that. I mean, because, like, if it's, if it is hard to tell, because sometimes you're like, oh, that's easy, one hour. But then there's, like, software complications, the computer yeah. is slow, and it takes longer. Or you but find out times, mistakes that you're like, oh, yeah. this is actually not like this. Like, now I exactly. have to, you know? Because, like, doing all of the elevations, like, it, I mean, Especially in a BIM software, it's 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 not that difficult. But when you get into like the tags, the dimensions, it takes a little longer to make sure everything's like the same in every elevation. Mm -hmm. But still, it's not taking weeks, like yeah. a month. This wouldn't take a month. Uh, this one, uh, I think, I mean, just for the plan, I'm talking like at least uh, two hours. Yeah, I can do it. I mean, it's just two rooms. Box, Especially, you know, yeah, they're giving like, the dimensions. Yeah, they yeah. give you the dimensions, you just, just draw the walls, the wall thing, and then you usually draw the, the real, like, uh, three and a half, you know. The real thickness, yeah. yeah. So you don't draw, like, the generic materials, like yeah. the finished materials or anything. So you just draw the studs, 
mm-hmm. like a stud uh, 2x4, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And then you draw openings in yeah. the captain. You live next to an airport or what? I do. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. <laughs> it's not even that close. It's my private jets. Oh. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, you draw that, like the openings, mm-hmm. windows, doors, you mark those. Mm-hmm. You do dimensions, you mm-hmm. do sections, elevations, and that's it. You know, and you do, then you will do red lines for them a couple times. Mm-hmm. If you do like the uh, freelance websites, like for fever, let's mm-hmm. say, you can do different, um, so you have like uh, different deta- detail uh, that you can do and charge different different price, right? So if you if they want a roof plan, if they want uh-huh. foundation plans, all of those things, so you can charge more. Right, yeah. But let's say just for plans, sections, elevations, which most con- con- uh, contractors will need, right? Mm-hmm. And the roof plan probably. So you're working with uh, like contractors directly? Or well, like a small design, drafting design office? One of the people I work for is, he's an interior designer. Okay. Another person is a drafter. One of them is a licensed architect. He's just like, uh, he has a lot of work, so mm-hmm. he doesn't have time. He's to delegating. He just gives me a plan, and like I, I draw it for him, send it back. That's mm-hmm. like, you know, and they'll pay differently. How did you how did you find them? Just honestly, I like when I got back home mm-hmm. after the holidays and everything. Mm-hmm. I just uh, got my portfolio, little like final Ready? touches, mm-hmm. and sent print, it everywhere. Printed it. I did ten copies. Okay. I found like seven architectural studios, or like not architectural studios, but like drafting design places mm-hmm. around where I live. And I took nice. some, made some business cards, I knocked on their door, hey, I'm looking for a job here, and they called me. Nice. Call me. And I'm also, That's what I'm saying, you yeah. have to go. Yeah. To I'm also on those websites, Fever, Upwork, yeah. all those, I mean, it's, you, it's very easy. You just mm-hmm. make an account, you know, you, for Fever you make a gig, it's called right. gig, and then you put it out there, and then you wait, and it's like fishing kind yeah, of. Yeah, see if anybody bites. <laughs> yeah, and if, if they don't, then you lower the price or change yeah. something. You know, in the beginning it's hard mm-hmm. when you're starting off. Like I'm still there, fever. I have not done one job. Mm-hmm. Upwork, I, I have, I, I have, they they proposed two. I only accepted one, mm-hmm. um, and it's pretty good. And you know, once you get the first one, and they give you good good. Review, review. Like five stars, all this stuff. Then mm-hmm. everybody starts biting. Yeah. 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 yeah, and you get more work, and you can choose. You can charge more. Mm-hmm. You know? Interesting. Yeah, we'll definitely have to have you on again to talk more about the oh, the work you're doing. This is fun. Yeah, I'll give you an update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, you know, in a couple months, once you have more experience, and then you know yeah. whatever is next, because uh, you know you do your masters, but hopefully you'll be able to keep working while you do that. But I mean that's that's good i mean and definitely with those reviews those clients could be telling other people posting it and then that's going to get you more traction so for sure. I yeah, mean, exactly. yeah this, the relations that you mm-hmm. the people that you meet and stuff they're that's, huge that's how you get the most work yeah so, you know, now now i'm working on making my own website and nice. putting my portfolio out there yeah kinda, i'm even thinking i might even start my own like llc kind of yeah. business where I can like advertise myself mm-hmm. on like Google or yeah, because you know, most of these places I found is on Google Maps, you know. And I think for everything that we need today, like first thing you do, oh, hey, I need, I want to eat full today. I don't know, mm-hmm. and you will go on Google Maps and type in full, and you, that's how you. Pay. And they come up, yeah. Yeah. My fr- a friend told me in New York, he's a photographer, videographer, audio production, and all that. He his studio is his apartment, and he put it on Google as Google Business and all that. And he he told me he gets like five to ten calls a week just yeah. because it's on Google as a Google Business. Oh wow! Yeah. So and of course he has like his clients. Yeah. But then he gets these. That's the extra. It's the extra. Yeah. So wow. Definitely. That's the thing. That's, that's what I think my next move is because I mean working for these people, I realize how easy it is. I mean now mm-hmm. they have have their licenses or anything. But you could do, you could do what you're doing for anyone. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I can do it for myself. Started, yeah, started years. Yeah. Getting the clients is the hard part, but yeah. it's good that you've already got your foot in the door and you, you yeah, you know. you're building your reputation. Exactly, yeah. sure. exactly. I mean, and I'm you sure have work to show them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have professional work to show these new clients, which mm-hmm. is really important. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, we'll see you again soon. We'll have you on. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for thank having you me. Thank, thank you for coming. <laughs> Hey guys, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Architecture Matters Podcast. We really appreciate you taking 
the time, 30 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour, two hours, whatever out of your day <laughs> to, to listen to us ramble and talk about, you know, this architectural experience um, that, you know, it's a journey. We're all going through it together. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, uh, things you want us to talk about, maybe someone you know or yourself that would like to be a guest on the podcast, yeah. definitely DM us. We are on Instagram at Arc Matters Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, give us some feedback. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Um, or even tell us if you're learning stuff. <laughs> or something that we're all learning right we're, now. We're all learning together. <laughs> or even something else that you think needs to be addressed. There's plenty of things that yeah. need to be addressed. Whatever matters. Whatever matters, which is everything architecture related. So yes. there's no uh, stupid questions. Stupid, no right or wrong. Uh, no right or wrong. Just you know, let us know. DM us. Be more than happy to include it. Um, where can you find us? Uh, we have no clue yet, but what? eventually we will. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll mainly be on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Yes. Most likely under the handle Arc Matters Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Perfect. Enjoy the rest of the show.